for all of us that are every year following the parshas. There's a mitzvah dushnai mikravech targum to to read the psukim of the Torah and to follow the parshas atayra. And if you follow Yisrael to mishpatim, it's fascinating. Until Parshas Yisra is a tremendous, tremendous build-up. And it's a build-up of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, of the story of, the, of our nation being formed and born, the birth of our people. Klal Yisrael has a name to these weeks. It's called Shaivivim, which stands as Shmais Ve'era Bay B'Shalach Yisrael, and then Mishpatim, Shaivivim. Now, I would name it Shaivivi and leave out the Mem, Mishpatim, if you follow the the flow, it gets from it gets from being a Mitzrayim till our birth and our coming out and culminating in Yisrael, which is Matan Torah, Kabbalah Satayra. And the purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was to read the Torah. And Yisrael is Kabbalah Satayra. Mishpatim is the is the laws that it says in the Torah. And it goes right from Kabbalah Satayra, the Aseris Adibrais at the end of Yisrael, into Mishpatim. Mishpatim is, is Baba Kama, Baba Metziah, Baba Basra. Every Bachar loves learning Parshas Mishpatim. He chazers his Mesechtas, the Babas, Baba Kama, Baba Metziah, Baba Basra. But it seems so interesting that the Shaivivim, Klal Yisrael calls it Shaivivim, which is Shmois Veir Bay Bishalach Yisrael. Yitzhak Mitzrayim and the Kabbalah Satayra last week. Mishpatim almost gets very technical and starts with the laws of Avadim. It's actually Nageya Mesech Kedushin. It starts laws of Avadim and other laws of Mishpat. Other laws of Adam that deal with man dealing with his fellow man. There's fights in, in Mishpatim, has fights, has gorings, the laws of Maman Amazek. Very, very fascinating that we go from Kabbalah Satayra to Aseris Adibras, and the next thing it hits in Mishpat. And, and to me, there's a clear message here. There's a very clear thing that Hashem says is that Kabbalah Satayra, receiving the Torah and the great heights of Torah, translate and connect to everyday money matters and our life in the world of dealing with our money. And dealing in day-to-day life connects. And, and the living with the Torah expresses itself in how we interact in our day-to-day life. And, and bringing and connecting the Torah to our day-to-day life, to our everyday life, connecting the Torah and living with that Torah that we receive in our everyday life is what I see Mishpatim bringing us to. We learned tremendous things. We had Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim all for the purpose of, reading, of receiving our Torah. And after telling us that Aseris Adibris, we get right into it. Here are the money laws. Ela mishpatim ashartasim lufneim. These are the mishpat that you should place in front of Klai Yisrael. The money matters, the technical money matters of our life. There's a Messiah Sisharim that, that we've studied many times here. And he says, Harbe mishastim. Many people are chasidim. Chasidim means to live with the intent of the Torah, the coil of the Torah. And many are mischastim b'chol anfeya chasidus. They're chasidim in all branches of chasidus, but when it comes to their money, they're not chasidim. Rachman al when it comes to money, all of a sudden the guy is no longer a chasid. 
And the lesson of Mishpatim coming right after Kabbalah Satira is that the Yid in the most practical way of his life, when it comes to money, which is so real to everybody, his family, supporting his family, buying anything, building anything, it needs money. And specifically there, the Yid expresses his connection to Tyra, his loyalty to Tyra, his living with Tyra specifically, specifically, specifically there. We've been studying something recently about what Tyra is to the average person, and we've described this, and it changes how you look at going to work and your money matters. If you ask somebody what Tyra is and you took a poll, most people think there's a world, and how do I act in this world? I go to business, whoa. Okay, so I have a guidebook called Tyra that teaches me how to act in this world. That's what most people think. That's what Tyra is. The cash on those people who think there's a world, and I don't know how to behave in this world, so, oh, I have parents. How Hey, I have cows. So the Torah teaches you the law. It's a complicated world. You buy a complex item, you hope there's instructions how to use it, Danny. Is that what most people think Torah is, Danny? Um, I don't think so. No? Not an instruction book, how to oh. live in this complicated world? I guess it's how you can look at it. I thought, I, I, I could be wrong. I'm not trying to like force. I think people describe it different ways. I think when you boil it down, most people would imagine that's what Tyra is. And that's a mistake. It's L'chayr, and I'm, the Raya can't just say something's a mistake. The Raya, it's a mistake, Menach, is Chazal tell us that the Tyra came before the world. Now, why would God make Tyra before the world? If the Torah is just a guidebook, so the world comes before Torah, you have the item and you write the guide how to use the item. Why do you write the guidebook if there is no item? The Torah coming before the world clues me that that's not what Torah is. It's tempting to assume Torah is that because, because it does say a lot how to live in this world. So the temptation is to assume there's a world, hey... Very confusing. Is there any guy because Shu Hashem gave the Torah? It's unlikely because Chazal say the Torah was written before the world. Why would you write a guidebook to something that doesn't exist? Why would you write a guidebook to something that doesn't exist? Why would you write how to use something that's not here? Why would But there's no reason. God's very fast. He's very quick. There's no reason the guide preceded the world. That's strange. Why? It tells me something. Do the thing and then make the Hashem's very quick and could quickly do the guide. So what is this? Like you wrote the guide first. It tells, it's instructive that the, I don't think it's a guidebook and I don't think the Torah would precede the world if it was a guidebook. I think what it's saying, Yosef, the Torah is a way to connect Hashem. Famous Rabbi Yerucham says, why do you have parents? We could come from all different ways. Why do we come from parents? And Rabbi Yerucham said, because the Torah says, respect your parents, so we need parents to respect. Now, if that sounds cute and sounds, I, I admit, I promise, when I first heard this, it bothered me a lot, this Rabbi Yerucham. Like, respect my, like, God made parents so I can respect them? What? It's, like a it's very deep. It's not superficial at all, the Torah are ways to connect Hashem. They're iris. They're lights and ways to connect Hashem. This world is, Hashem, when you learned, Hashem looked at the Torah and created the world. 
we all have unique things in our life, unique stories. Is that in the Torah? Is my unique, I have a lot of unique, quirky things inside of Dan Kalish. Dan, we have a new guy in Yeshiva. You have all your own world. In, is that in the Torah? How many kids sit in a class and the Rebbe's like talking a rush but he's sitting there and he feels like, um, like, does this have to do with me? Do you know you're in the Torah? The Gemara asks, you know Haman's in the Torah? Haman min min alon. Maybe he's not in the Torah. He is so wayward, he's off the script. There's an assumption to Haman that he has to be in the Torah. Do you know your anxieties are in your Torah? Do you know anything about you is in the Torah? Hashem first created the Torah and then created the world. The Avais, the Avais, every move they lived is Torah. It's very like confusing to think about. The Avais' lives are written in the Torah. So what is Torah? The Avais are written in the Torah because all their movements were just the kiyom of Torah, and they live with this realization. Every decision of their life, everything in all our lives is in the Torah. Histakel by Raisa bara Alma. Hashem created a Torah, a way to connect Hashem, and then created our lives to be pieces of Torah. There is not one circumstance in your life, uniquely yours, your own nuance that you won't find in the Torah. Your own nuances are in the Torah. I told the guys an example. I was learning with Meme and some of the Hever this morning. I told them like a funny example. We have in Yeshiva, we have about 60 guys who want to go to Imre Bina. And they'll give us, they say, 20 to 30 slots. And we hope to fight for 40. Cancel that tape. But, we'll, but we're going to try. They're amazingly nice and incredibly successful Yeshiva. And we have a limited number of spots. You know how complicated it is to advise guys? Guys come and they say, um, Rebbe, where should I go next year? Now, this particular guy, if he stays 13th grade, helps our system. But let's say it's better for him to go to Imri. So maybe I should give him advice that's better for our system. You say, that's not nice. It's good for, it's good for more people. Very, very complicated. Do you give a guy advice what's good for him or good for many people? It's a good Shiloh. I was learning Torah and I saw, don't put a rock in front of a blind guy. And it says not to give an Eitzah She'eno Higenes. Don't give bad advice. But if you look at Chazal, it says Eitzah She'eno Higenes. Lie! It says lie for him. Lie! Now, why does it say bad advice for him? I and mean, don't give bad advice. I read that Chazal many times in my life. I never noticed the word loy to him. Why does it say bad advice to him and bad advice? Because you might say it's great advice. Many yeshivas advised the guy to leave and made it like it's good for the guy. And they rationalize that it's bad for the system that he's here. So you say nicely to this youngster, I really don't think he should be here. Now you think for your system it's good. You, you just ate chazer. You're ever lefneiver lecite mechshel isedaraisa. Because you gave him bad advice, not good for him. You don't play God, you play what's good for him. It's not good for him. All of a sudden, I noticed if a guy asks, should I go to Imre, it could be better for your whole system that he does many things. You have to answer what's best for him. 
tough luck on your bigger picture. You don't play God. You ask what's good for him. He asked you a Shiloh what's good for him. I'm only showing how the Torah speaks to every situation. You're grappling with stuff. The Torah speaks to that. It speaks to insecurities we have to everything. The Torah is not a guidebook how to live. And maybe there's no instructions on that. The Torah is actually the, the way to connect Hashem and the world was created as a place that we can manifest and live, Torah. He looked at the Torah and created the world. That's what Chazal are expressing. He looked at the Torah, Hashem, and created the world. Everything in the world is created through and from the Torah. Is all playing out these ways of connection to Hashem. So if you have a worry, processing your worries, and there's a direction in the Torah, and we try to find it in the Torah. I'm extremely moved that it goes from the heart of Kabbalah Satayra right to Mishpatim. And we count, Klai Yisrael calls the weeks of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Kabbalah Satayra, Yisrael Mishpatim. Shai Vevim. That Mishpatim that ends the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the apex of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Mishpat. Is nitty gritty money matters. Like the, like the that, that, that place of our life that's where, that's where a relationship to Hashem, and that's where Torah expresses very, very profoundly. I take very seriously working, by the way, and how a person works, and what a person works, and how a person behaves at work. I recommend to guys, whatever you choose to do, find, don't chase, people chase jobs, where it looks like the money's there and they chase it. Be rich. But the way you choose a job is you look inward and see where your contribution lies. Something that fits you, something that moves you. Don't take a job you don't believe is benefiting the world. If you sense you can make a good chair and the world needs chairs, it's very, very godly to build chairs for the world. Make beautiful chairs and that's your contribution. Very special to the world. And in your dealings of mishpat, of money, make sure there's a purity and an honesty and bring godliness, bring Torah right there. The Torah doesn't just like, it's not a guidebook that just applies when you're working. Your very working is living as a ben Torah. You're actualizing Torah. You're keeping halachas. You're living, you're living sugyas. And live the sugyas as you're working, live the sugya. Live the sugya. Be a walking kiyom of the sugya. People who go to work and work with an erlichkeit, an honesty, a, a seriousness to Torah, they're, they're living Torah in those conditions and shining a light of Torah. That's the mishpatim that we go to straight from Kabbalah Satira. How distant is somebody? How far apart is somebody who breaks up Yisrael to mishpatim? Many, many a person has forgot to connect Yisrael to mishpatim. Very, very interesting. Somebody who's known to be anti-Semitic, I, I don't have knowledge and not getting involved, is, isn't, I don't know enough. And it's not something I'm very into like figuring out, to be honest. But somebody who um, is known anti-Semite spoke out Jews are into money, are not into money, like a whole topic about a Jew's relationship to money. We're a very unique people, I would say, and it befuddles the world. Because for a people who are holy, remarkably we care about money. And it's like a rather remarkable thing. I suspect, where is this sense that the Jew is into money? I think it rather shocks the observer, the honest observer of a Yid.
You're so holy and spiritual. You're a light unto the nation. You're a people of Torah. And yet you seem to care about this world. You seem like money matters to you. You're not what we expect a religious person to be. It's a, it's a truism about the Jew that Yisrael goes into Mishpatim's rather big curveball. <clears throat> I always say the Beis Hamikdash had gold and silver as a shack. You'd expect it to be simplistic. That Yisrael connects to Mishpatim's rather surprising. We're talking about Kabbalah Satira, connection to God. These are Mishpat. We start getting into money laws. I think, I think one of the things that earns a Jew reputation as being into money, I actually think we do care about money, guilty as charged, because we actually care about this world. They're used to that religion denies and defies this world. That's what, the, 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 that's what you would expect. I get very nervous in the word spirituality, because you'd expect the Yid is like spiritual, and then, like, he has laws about how to manage at work. Aren't we people who denounce the world? And the answer is no. We're people who understand that the dealings of the world are opportunity for Kiddush opportunity for Kervis Hashem. We do not denounce the world. We actually think the world's a wonderful place. It actually is a world of things that matter and count. And we go to, right after Kabbalah Satire, we're talking about our dealings with property and, and our dealings of, 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 with our animals and our, our possession. And we get right into money matters. We don't deny the world. We, we realize the world is a place where one can live Tyra and one can bond with Hashem. It's a Taiv Ma'id. We do not debate God. God says the world's good and some guy disagrees. We don't find it very religious to debate God. It's not, that's not a good idea. And Hashem sees the world and says, Taiv Ma'id, I like it, I like it. Then the religious guy decides it's horrible. And I think this part really confuses the, the, the observer of the Yid to the point that you guys are into money. Compared to what they would think we are, we're much more, says Sadiqim Amidakim when I say possessions matter, they're very important. They're very important. Abacher, I was telling him, I went up to study, he said, I need to make money. 100%. 100% you do. You, you do. That is, that is like the battle of the religious world that denies the world. It's not what's going on. It's a beautiful world full of objects and items that are valuable and important. Big tzaddikim value their possessions. And they utilize them in the proper way. They're all meant. Eila mishpatim asher tassim so I find it rather remarkable. I find it remarkable that, that part of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and if you read the parsha, the end, the culmination of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Mishpah, is, the, money, is, the, is, the, is the, the laws of money. I think that's instructive. The word spirituality, of course, everything's infused with godliness. Everything's about Kirvis Hashem. And the meaning of everything in the world is, is Kirvis Hashem. And the opportunity to, to live like Hashem, supporting people, providing, dealing with people, dealing with our possessions. We say in Kriyashma, we're a people who every single day say, serve Hashem with all your life and all your money. Chazal says, what is money more important than life? We, we describe in Kriyashma, serve Hashem with all your life and all your money. We value money is not nothing. Serve Hashem. All your possessions are important. 
They have a tremendous, tremendous value. It's interesting, when, my, when I left my van, I, I want to say, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to say it was hard for me to leave the van. The last van, I left it by a place as getting rid of the van. It was very, very precious to me. A lot was done with that van. Brought me a lot of places. Very precious, very precious item. I had feelings to the item. It was a very precious item. That's not, that's not a world of people. We're not a world. We can't say mal b'sharum when we look at our clothing. We thank Hashem for our clothing. Our clothing are very precious. We have a seriousness to the items of the world. We have a seriousness to the world itself. And I think mishpatim, and where mishpatim shows up right after Yisrael, is very, very cool. I think it confuses people who observe us, but I, I hope I'm shedding light on, on that confusion. I think that's the truth. I think that's the truth about our people. I think it's very instructive for all of us in our own dealings to be very, very careful with our own usages of money, with our own to value money, to be honest with money, to deal in beautiful ways. I have said many times that my Rebbe, more than any topic, spoke about honesty. That's the topic, being Erluch with money, is the topic he probably spoke about most. Thank you so much. Excellent. My father, you told me about money. I borrowed two of these after I turned them to Lavis. I didn't want to lose that one. Thank you for finding it. But you, um, my father, all the years, was very, very stark, spoke to us about honesty with money, was a topic that was spoken a lot. So this, Elam Mishpatim, Ashatasim Lefneim, following up, Parshas Yisrael, is instructive to us all. There'll be Mincha next door, and we'll have second Seder right here. Yes, Parshas.